0: Help me to make Kip your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Welcome back, Kip Nation, to an exciting version of Simply, Simply Us. Us. Of course, my wife and I are here uh, to speak with you and share with you on a new topic this week. This week, we're going to be talking about... The Lost Art of Excellence. The Lost Art of Excellence. And, and it was really a... a strange topic for us, um, kind of out of the norm. But it was something that really hit me and hit my wife. Uh, During the course of uh, the last 20 years, my wife and I both noticed a drop in excellence. And when we say that, we're talking about in athletics, the way people train. I've watched young high school athletes train Mm -hmm. based on the new training rudiments Mm -hmm. but i've also watched them lose some of the basics of excellence in Mm -hmm. other words completing an exercise doing it to the fullest extent Mm -hmm. uh the fullest range of motion yeah the whole gamut yeah i notice everybody like shortcuts everything they do
1: they don't have their head in the game anymore
0: and it was really funny is that when you mention it to coaches they don't, you know, just say, so what's the problem?
1: <laughs> and you're wondering why they're losing, right? <laughs> uh,
0: it's it, There's no discipline. Because where there's a lack of discipline, there's an impossibility of walking out things in excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, the way our dress code, you know, the way we dress, the way we... Uh, parade out in public now in pajamas and everything, you know.
1: Now that's a touchy touchy subject right I, there. I, you I know, know. I mean? I'm just saying that is a touchy t- subject. De- generation depending.
0: Generation dependent, But okay, if, if you go, well maybe I'll say this, if you're going to wear them, then crease them and iron them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's that's not the gist of, of what we're talking about, but we're trying to make a point. Uh, and the point is simply that we grew up in an era that... Uh, fostered excellence. I remember not being able to turn in papers mm-hmm. with smudge marks on it. Grease stains. Grease stains. Uh, uh, numbers not written correctly, mm-hmm. or letters not written correctly. I mean, it was an automatic do over. I remember being an English major at Howard, and they would, you know, you think you had an excellent essay. It'd have so many red marks <laughs> on it. I mean, I thought the paper was bleeding, literally. And the, the, professor was like do it over or fail yeah you know there was no well I'll let you slide and da, 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 da. because
1: I, I, they demanded excellence they dem- that demanded wasn't your best
0: that I one quick story one quick story that really hits the nail on the head it was an assignment that I was supposed to do you remember this assignment for Dr. Olive Taylor <laughs> and uh you <laughs> see you laughing already and uh the assignment was uh something I needed to do to pass the class. Mm-hmm. I had straight A's in my uh, test, but I didn't have it in, in in this paper. So I did the paper over the holidays. I packed the paper in my suitcase, <laughs> and my suitcase went to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and I, Me, on the other hand, I showed up in D.C. without it. So Dr. Taylor says, well, where's my paper? And I said, well, I did the paper. And she said, well, where is it? And I said, it's in my suitcase. She said, well, where's your suitcase? I said, my suitcase is in Chicago. (laughs) She looked at me and she said, can you imagine what would happen if the architect showed up without the blueprint? If the lawyer showed up without the brief? If the police show up on the scene without a gun? And here you are, a student showing up without your paper. That's an F, and I'll see you next semester. But she was trying to impart and discipline Mm at me. That you cannot become or do things in an excellent manner if you don't possess discipline.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that. Discipline fosters excellence because when you're disciplined, you want to give it your best. You want to give it your all. You want it to be in the best form or whatever arena you're, you know, playing in at the moment. You want it to represent you well.
0: So, so then today, uh, what I've noticed. Is more of a nonchalant, a nonchalant attitude. You know, people just don't care. Uh, people are basically, you know, you go to a restaurant now, it's not customer service, it's zombie land. <laughs> and if it's not zombie land, then it's, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Yes, no. It's
1: almost like you're bothering them. Uh, yeah, they're, they're there you to know? serve you, but yeah, you're bothering, bothering them.
0: them. It's, it, it's crazy, but nonchalance is the key to a mediocre lifestyle. If you embrace nonchalance, Uh, you're going to have a mediocre lifestyle. A mediocre simply means being in the middle. Mm -hmm. You're not in the top. You're not on the bottom. You just do enough to To, get by. To get by, to survive, to say, I did it. But if you do it that way, then the ceiling uh, is is low because Mm -hmm. your boss is not going to look at you and promote you for being mediocre. Your boss is not going to promote you for being in the middle of the pack. Mm -hmm. Your boss promotes you because you stand out. The way you do things, you do things in excellence with other people in mind. Because Mm -hmm. truly, excellence is more than, uh, I used to say, uh, attention to detail. And that's a part of it. Mm -hmm. But it's doing things in a manner that says, anybody who comes in my spirit of influence is going to be blessed by the way I do things. Because I'm not doing it for me, I'm doing it for them.
1: In actuality, the bottom line is, if you're a servant then you do things in excellence because you want to represent what you're doing and who you are well.
0: Exactly. And this is not just a, it's definitely not just a church thing because I'm looking oh, no. at corporations. I'm looking at corporate employees, entrepreneurs, yeah. uh, nonprofit people. Uh, if you're in that community, if you're in the church community, education. All everything that we do, there's a scripture though that says, mm-hmm. Do everything to the glory of God. In other words, when you do something, you want to make sure that people can look at it and give God some glory because of the way you did it.
1: Exactly. So I do think nowadays people get caught up in the fact, well, you know, my peer, they're not putting their all into it and nobody really cares, so I'm just going to join the pack. But you can't be normal. You can't join the pack. You have to stand out from the pack. You have to go above and beyond. You have to be like cream. I'm sorry. like Yeah, cream and coffee. You have to rise to the top. You know, even if you stir it up sometime, it still rises back up again. You have to stir it two or three times to really mix it up well. That's what you want to be. You don't want to be blend in. Um, it doesn't take much to blend in, but it takes a lot to stand out.
0: So then nonchalance comes from the term nonchalant. A person of a personal manner feeling or appearing casually calm and relaxed so you're in a position and you see people get hurt like that mm-hmm. because you're in a position where you have to protect people or you have to guard people, but you're you're not on top of your game. Mm-hmm. You're calm, right. you're relaxed, you're chilling. Meanwhile, all kinds of diverse plans are being planned around you, but you're not alert, so you don't see what's going on. And the next thing you know, the whole uh, entourage has been overrun because of your So. You can't be nonchalant about everything, not displaying uh, interest or enthusiasm. If I come to your restaurant, you, you have to act like, you know, we had a, a person the other day. Remember, we Al. were eating yeah, Al, Al. And <clears throat> Al was outstanding. I mean, his attention to detail, his focus, his active listening skills when we were telling him what we wanted, he did exactly what we wanted. And here's the real clincher. Because some people do what you want them to do, but then they have an attitude. Exactly. He did what we wanted him to do without an attitude. It was like a joy to do it. Yeah. Now I don't know if he just loves his job, or he understands what it takes to get a tip, or he's, or he loves to serve, or he loves to serve. But the point of the matter is, whatever your uh uh your angle is, mm-hmm. you need, as you said earlier, you need to go above and beyond the call of duty, if you want to be. Mm-hmm. You want reciprocation exactly. above and beyond the exactly. call of duty. We wind up giving him a double tip.
1: Exactly. For his service. And remember, um, I can't think of the name of the store, but Stu Leonard's. Mm-hmm. Stu Leonard's has two customer policies. Number one, the customer is always right. And number two, the customer is always right. So in actuality, if you have an issue, you have a problem, when you go to customer service within the store and you you know make your complaint, no questions asked, no problem. They take it and they issue a refund or they issue another product comparable to what you had or they will issue you the same product. If, there's, if it's not ready, you can come back and pick it up later. Now that's customer service. That is serving in excellence because they want your business. They want you to be a repeat customer. So they will do whatever it takes to make sure you're happy when you leave that store.
0: And the church should be the same the way. Corporate America should be the same, the same way. The way. service should be impeccable. You shouldn't call uh, customer service and hear somebody smacking gum on the other <laughs> end, and 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 <clears throat> shushing babies. It, this this has to be something more to it that demonstrates professionalism. Let me let me let me hasten on because there's a lot we need to share today. That We're probably going to do a part two, but let's let's see what we can cover today. You'll never be successful in life taking a lazy, fair attitude. Uh, Doris Day used to sing a song back in the '60s called uh, "I guess we're telling our age," but. Well, I don't remember that song. Okay, so. well, you just don't remember. It. But anyway, K Ra, Ra, Whatsoever will be, will be." That's a good out. She don't remember the songs. So you open the, the
1: door and I just yeah, walk
0: through it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that puts the edge on me. But uh, it's a a laissez-faire is a policy or attitude of letting things take their own course without interfering. It's like we don't care. So whatever happens, happens. If you like the sandwich, you like it. If you like the service, well, so. If you don't like the service, that's your problem.
1: You know, something just, I just thought about something. Excellence sees a potential problem or situation or circumstance and it heads it off before it actually comes to fruition. You know okay, what I mean? Sure. Remember when we went to the other restaurant um, when we were um, in Connecticut, and remember the gentleman, you were going to ask him something about your food, and he already anticipated what you were going to say. It's like he saw it, and he was coming to the table to cut you off before you even said anything to replace it. I can't remember what it was now. It was something you wanted. Um, you send it back, and you wanted something else, but he already he saw it coming, and mm-hmm. he... And he just beat you to the punch, if you will.
0: He was already ready He was to already go. on it. And he that's is.
1: excellence. It's serving in excellence. You're paying attention. You're watching your patrons. You're watching what they're doing, how their body language is, their facial expressions. And you should be able to tell if something is not pleasing, if something's not quite right. And you should be able to anticipate what You need to do,
0: and then there's there's something else too. Because that, that another lesson I learned from that, of course, is not judging a book by its cover. Because mm-hmm. so we were dressed in our little travel clothes, kind of scraggly looking. And, no,
1: I wasn't scraggly looking, well, you know, and neither I, were you. Well, that's, well we okay. weren't dressed, we weren't, we weren't I, casual dressed, I we were travel a, dressed, but okay. we did not look scraggly. So all don't all say right, that, <laughs> sir.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, <laughs> but 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 we didn't look like some of the other travelers who maybe were dressed up a little bit more. And those people got, but seemingly got that quick service. And we just sat to the table patiently and we waited. And I said, now watch this. she's going to continue to ignore us because of the way we look. Mm-hmm. And, and, but she doesn't know. And I watched the other people, you know, order these limited things, which is <laughs> going to be a limited tip. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, hmm, if she had just treated everybody this, equally, yeah. Or the same regardless of what they look like, the color of their skin, Mm -hmm. regardless of what you think in your head. Because the first rule of excellence is never to judge a book by its cover.
1: You have to open it and read it. You have
0: to open it and read it. And you never know who you're dealing with. The Bible says we entertain angels unaware. But it, it was something because the person that did serve us, we made sure that it was worth his while. So watch this. You cannot just sit back and just let life happen. Um, This casual approach can be the seed to chaos, but essentially you have have let your life get out of control. When you just let things happen and let people walk all over you and never speak up and, and never strive for excellence. I mean, excellence is at the very root of who you are. That not only do you treat people excellent, but you expect to be treated in a manner that is consistent with the way that you treat others. Mm -hmm. But if you treat others uh, below Mm -hmm. the barrel, then you can't expect, but reverse below the barrel treatment. You reap what you sow. You Mm -hmm. reap what you sow. So here's the thing that I want us to understand today. God never puts us in the earth to be sedentary. Mm -hmm. He never put us in the earth to be sedentary. Mm -hmm. We, we look at that in the Bible. We see that very quickly in the book of Genesis, uh, There's no way in the world that you can come up with the fact that God put us in the earth just to chill. a matter of fact, since the beginning of time, humanity was given a responsibility and the task of tending to or managing the entire earth to keep it or secure it or guard it. So the Bible uses the word ten, Mm -hmm. which means to manage in the Mm -hmm. Hebrew. And it also uses the word Um, to keep which means to guard or secure Mm -hmm. so god gave us responsibilities from the very beginning of time Mm -hmm. and because god does everything in excellence he expects us to do it in excellence excellence. even though man fell the point of the matter he had given directions Mm -hmm. you know god's onboarding process is something else an amazing example of how he walks adam through Mm -hmm. every part of the garden which was not like the garden in your mama's backyard this is a Massive. massive piece yeah. of real it estate massive and so he, he shares with him everything that he needs to know mm-hmm. in order to be successful now he fell him and Eve fell okay we get that but god of course reclothed them put them back on their horse and mm-hmm. and told them to start again and so uh, the whole idea is that we have to learn how to walk in excellence mm-hmm. and part of walking in excellence starts with your prayer life in the morning because we have to learn how to to walk with God. So their role in the garden was procurement and maintenance. God gave them something to do. They were not just there to be nonchalant and and leisurely. As a matter of fact, (laughs) the God of the universe does everything with a meticulous precision that can only be described with the term Excellence. excellence. And so we have excellence and we want to exhibit excellence and
1: Uh. Well, I mean, it's quite simple, honestly. Mm -hmm. If you really value the treasure that's within you, if you value who you are, if you value your family lineage, if you value any of those things, and things that I have not mentioned, you always want to put your best foot forward. You never want it to be said that you half-heartedly or did anything mediocre. You always want to be able to say you know, that I did my best, you know, your best may in others' eyes may not look like much, but in God's eyes, that's what matters. And if you can honestly say you did your best to make it as excellent as you could possibly do with where you are, then that's honor, you know, and God would touch people's heart to let them see that you really gave it your all. You gave it every ounce of excellence that you had within you at the level where you are. Now, we're ever evolving, ever growing. So we can't say that we've arrived. Excellence is always evolving within us. If that is your desire, if that is who you are at the core of your being. I mean, for me, when I do something, I always want it to be said. She gave it her all. She did an excellent job because that is representative of who I am. And as we all know, our reputation precedes us wherever we go.
0: That's right. And I think you said it all. I think you said the key, and next week I want to open up, I want to read a card I got from American Airlines, and I've traveled first class, we've traveled first Mm -hmm. class, JetBlue and Delta, but this one card, this one first class trip helped me to really see the distinction Mm -hmm. in excellence, because everybody's so-called excellence in first class. But there was something that the man did that was unique. That, that set him man, apart. That set him apart. That really let me see something. And I have my son-in-law always always talks about this. And I'll say this in closing today. He said, there's nothing like a handwritten card. <laughs> that and <we'll>, is true. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Hey, you've been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast.
1: This is the Simply Us series.
0: Simply Us. Just us. Just the two of us. But listen... We want you to go forth and we want you to make sure that you understand that the reason this broadcast, that broadcast is a podcast. <laughs> the reason this podcast is going <laughs> forth is because we anticipate that you're going to go into the world and influence the, the nations. nations. We love you. God bless you.
1: Take care.